are you ready to organize your amazing ideas into a powerful book? It's time to write your book. Welcome to the Write Hour, nonfiction tips from the Write Coach. And I'm Joyce Glass, your host. I am so glad you joined me today. Hello creatives, it's episode 203 and I am so glad you joined me today. Last week I shared how to blog a book, but if you missed it, I want you to go back and take a listen. This week I'm interviewing David Mike and he blogged his powerful story into a book. David Mike is a Christ follower, husband, father, blogger, and the author of Dishonor, One Soldier's Journey from Desertion to Redemption, He is a cosmetology instructor in Omaha, Nebraska. He is passionate about sharing the message. We do not have to be defined by our past, and God can use our kind of mess for good. I know you will find this interview very beneficial. I hope that it inspires you to blog your book. Today we have David Mike with us, and he is the author of Dishonor. He blogged his book. And many people followed along with him. And it was a wonderful adventure. I was one of the ones. I didn't get to read every single blog, but I read enough of them to know that I definitely wanted the book. And I'm so glad I did. And um, he has a powerful story that he shares in his book. But David, thank you for being here. No, thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Um, tell us just a little bit about you and your background. And, um, and, then, and then we'll get into the book thing. But just tell us about that. Um, my, I'm a husband of a beautiful wife. Uh, she's a big supporter of mine and helps me get through life. Um, father of three awesome daughters, uh, various ages. And, um, I'm also a cosmetology instructor in Omaha, Nebraska. That's uh, where I've lived for, um, the past, a uh, little over 20 years. And I've been doing this ever since, um, it's where I met my wife. Um, uh, but I also, I have this backstory that ended up turning into a book. So I'm also an author, which is pretty cool to say. Yes, it is exciting. Um, David and I met in a group called Dreamers and Builders, and um, it's quite a quirky group, and so we have lots of fun in there, don't you think, David? Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's a little quieter than it used to be, but definitely. Yeah. But it's a yeah. fun group. So how did you decide to write a book, and what made you decide to blog it first? Well, as a kid, uh, I was a military child, so I moved around quite a bit. And every time you would move somewhere, you kind of have to go through your whole life story with the people that were getting to know you. So I've been a storyteller my entire life, um, just from moving and and that kind of stuff. But I I had this incident that happened, and anytime I would tell people about it, they would say, you need to write a book. And I was like, well, I don't know how to write a book. I've never written a book. I'm not sure even how I got out of high school. <laughs> um, so I don't know that I could ever do something like that. And I joined John Acuff's start experiment, which is uh, the, the dreamers and builders, the pre-group. And in that start experiment, I said, you know, I want to write a book about this story. Everybody tells me I should. And the advice just kept coming in. You should start a blog first. And I was like, well, okay, well, what is that? So I uh, got a website and put my first post out there. I don't think the first post was about my story. I was just kind of test driving a little bit. And after um, I posted the very first post about my story that the book that turned into the book, I had a ton of people read it and share it. And it just started to kind of blow up from there. And that's, that's was probably the best advice that I had received was to blog it first before actually putting, um, putting the book out there. Yeah. Well, and I know for me, and I'm sure the same thing for you, 
my blogging helped me become a better writer. Oh, totally. Yes. Yeah, because you're you're writing to an audience, and then you can test drive, like you said, how people respond to things, and what works better than others. So it really helped refine my voice. So did it, did you find that too? Yes. About the tenth post, uh, a woman named Judy McKee, who's also in all of the groups that we're in, uh, said, "Hey, I'd love to help you with your writing." I, I don't know if she could tell that I wasn't a, a great writer at the time. But I had this story and was passionate about the story and she coached me through the, the rest of the uh, blog. I would actually use Evernote and do Evernote chats. I would send the chat to her, basically a blog post to her. She would kind of go through and say, you need to put more emotion in here. You need to do a little bit more of this and that and, and help me basically uh, make my voice more acceptable to everybody else's ears. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> For lack of a better way to explain it. But yeah, that was, it was awesome. Right. Cause there's a way, and that's something that I teach my clients. Um, I am teach nonfiction writing to my clients, but I'm actually writing a novel. And I said, there's a lot of fiction elements you use in nonfiction to share and present your story. Because right. you know, like starting with an action instead of, well, on the third day of February, on Saturday at 2 p.m., <laughs> right. people don't care like it, what day it was, just what's going on. You know, they want to know what's going on before they care what day it is or what time it is or what time of year it is. You know, they want to know what's happening, you know, and so that is um, something that I teach my clients because a lot of people, and you probably start out this way because I know I did too, you want to explain everything. And then it's like, yes, oh, they don't need all that. <laughs> you know? They just want the, they want the story. Right. They want the story. So great. So exactly. Judy helped you. That's wonderful. So tell me, because this is something I, know, I hear a lot. How did you stay motivated in what I call the messy middle? Because, well, let's back that up. <clears throat> Excuse me just a second here. <clears throat> Explain to us in the messy middle how you kept going. Because what I call the messy middle is that part where, am I ever going to get this done? But I know part of your story where how you had time allotted to work on your book and write your blogs. Um, explain what, how you did that. Well, when I first started blogging, like I said, uh, it kind of blew up on the first post and I had to stop writing at a certain time every day. So I had this morning that I, every morning I would get up and write and actually it was only like twice a week. Um, so I would get enough time to write it and then kind of refine it. Uh, you know, after I got it back from duty, then I would post it. Uh, but every Tuesday I would post and I would have to stop writing. So I would just kind of leave people hanging because I, I had more to tell, but I had to kind of stop somewhere. So I developed this cliffhanger technique, which it was not intentional, but it definitely left people hanging. So every week people would say, oh, I can't wait to read what's going to happen next week. So I felt like I was you know, obligated to everybody who was following and the followers kept growing and growing. You know, it wasn't like a crazy huge number like some of the other writers out there, but it was enough to feel like I, I owe it to them to to not leave them out uh, of the next week and make them wait two weeks for the next post. So that was really one of the reasons why I was able to stay motivated. Plus I, I the story is a faith story and I know that God uh, helped drive this, um, this whole, the whole, the book, the blog, mm -hmm. the people following people finding it. And so I, I had a story to share. It was about God's grace and forgiveness that I really needed to get out there. So that was the other motivating factor. And that is a huge, huge motivation. I'm, I do like that about a blog is you are getting instant feedback. And so people will respond and then you'll know 
hey, this is resonating or this isn't resonating with people. And then that does keep you because you, you, then you're like, oh, I've got to get this done. And I have to say, that's actually kind of how I got my devotional done, too, was um, some I had a business coach kind of practically dare me. Hey, you need to email those out every week. Like it was a daily devotional. So Monday through Friday, they were getting a devotion and it was the same kind of thing. Hey, boy, how buddy, you better get it done. Right. <laughs> Hey, you want to save face and you don't want to like going, okay, this got to chapter four. Where is she? <laughs> I need chapter five, you know? And so I, I got ahead like to week six or seven and it wasn't perfect. Like what I had done, but it was close. And then I would refine it before I sent it out. And, but towards the end, I was writing week nine when they were reading week eight. And so until right. till there were 12 weeks, so those last couple of weeks, I was hoofing it to stay ahead because, you know, there was life and everything else going on. But I understand what you mean. When you've got eyeballs waiting on you, it, 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 it forces you. And, and I personally kind of need that. And then, right. Yeah, but um, I personally kind of need that. Yeah, it took me three years to write it, and I think I only missed about two weeks. And it was probably, I think it was on vacation once or twice, but I remember putting it out there, hey, I won't write next week. And some people would message who didn't see the, um, the hey, I'm not going to be there post. And they'd say, are you okay? What happened? It's David Mike Tuesday, and, and there's nothing there. Are you all right? <laughs> <laughs> Did you fall off the face of the earth? I need to yeah. know. You know, it's kind of like Netflix. We want that next episode, which, you know, is good. And it makes me mad though, too. It's like, dang it, I don't want to watch another one. But now I want to know what happens. <laughs> <You> know? Right. <laughs> so, but um, that is good. And yeah, explain. It did take you, you said, three years? Yeah, it took about three years to write it, uh, to blog it out. Yes. Yeah. So people, please do not <laughs> get discouraged because um, it took me four years to write my first book. Total. But like when I actually put, got serious about it, I did it, finished it in about, I think it was it's about four or five months because I, I started doing that. Hey, let's get ahead. Let's get it out there. Mm -hmm. And that may need, may need, may be <laughs> easy for me to say that may be what you need to help keep you motivated. Because I know it can get discouraging in the middle. You think, am I ever going to get done? I mean, did you get that feeling? Like, am I ever going to get done? Oh, yeah. So it took, uh, since it took three years, I had, I was kind of trying to decide what to put in there, but my goal was to write everything out knowing in the end there would be some editing and maybe some of it would not make it into the book. Uh, so because it took so long to write, there was a couple moments where I just felt like it was taking forever. Uh, but the closer I got to the end, it was kind of like that sprint. I got, I could see the finish line. And uh, once it was finally done, it was just like, whoa, you know, and uh, it was very, it was a big relief to finally uh, let have my story out there and in completion. Yeah. So tell us, um, give us a good synopsis of your book. Cause you said it is faith based. It is based on your story. So explain a little bit about your book for those who may not know your book. It's called dishonor. Um, so tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, it's a dishonor one soldier's journey from desertion to redemption. And it's my memoir and it's about the, three years that I spent in a uh, U.S. Army prison and basically how I got there and then how God used that time in prison to get my attention because he definitely needed to uh, tell me a few things about the way I've been living my life. And so is my reconnection with God and faith and just learning about what the true meaning of forgiveness was. And so 
Okay, so my goal is to uh, have anybody who reads my book to know that we don't have to be defined by our past and that God's forgiveness uh, releases us from all the things that we usually uh, hang on to, like the lies that we tell ourselves or the lies that the devil likes to tell us, uh, that we don't no longer have to live with those uh, labels and images of ourselves because God doesn't see us that way. And uh, so I take every, uh, everybody who reads my book, I take them through like every part of the, the darkness that I fell into and then my uh, journey back towards the light. Mm-hmm. What was the, I guess, the, tell us like the most powerful, pivotal point where you said, you know what, this is it. I need to follow God. Well, I kind of had three pivotal moments uh, in there. Uh, one of the biggest ones I, I feel like was that there was a point where I actually relapsed in prison. I took some drugs and I, sometimes they filter into the prison, but I took mm-hmm. drugs and that I was right around the, it was right around the time I was up for parole and my father had written a letter to me and I was waiting on that. But, uh, when I, the very same day I took the drugs, I went back to my room that evening and there was the letter from my father stating that he would stake his life, his job, his reputation on the fact that I would never do drugs again. It was the exact same day. And so I felt like I was telling me, Hey, you really screwed up. Um, and I'm, you know, I want you to know what you put on the line. And so I, at that point in my life, I swore off drugs. Uh, but that was probably a pivotal moment where that was a life change for me. The other pivotal moment, there was a few, like I said, but the other pivotal moment was I read a book called Classic Christianity by Bob George, and I was listening to what he was saying. I heard, I heard him on the radio talking, and so I dug deeper into his book, but basically the premise was uh, you were forgiven, and you were forgiven 2,000 years ago before you were even born, and, and that whole concept was something I'd heard before but not really understood, and knowing and hearing that, it just revolutionized the way that I feel God sees me, and that's basically what I want my book to do or let God use my book um, to do for other people that are in the situation where they feel like, you know, I'm too dirty, dark, I've done two things, things that are too dark, or I've, I've messed up so bad that I could never be forgiven for any of that. Right. Right. That's awesome. Awesome. I love your story, David. I love, and I love how you're using it, you know, that God redeemed you and you're using it to help others know this. Thank you. I appreciate it. And you've been in um, a couple of prisons. Didn't you go to a couple of different prisons? Um, yeah, I, um, I kind of, while I was AWOL from the Army, ended up in a jail and then ended up in a prison. And then once I was captured by the uh, undercover Army, uh, undercover police, mm-hmm. I ended up in a local jail and then I got shipped to another jail and ended up in Leavenworth. So it was about seven total. Oh, wow. <laughs> Unfortunately. So, yeah. So, but you've taken this message into prisons, didn't you? Oh yeah. I haven't actually been in prison myself. Um, I have been sending books into prisons. So at anybody's request, if somebody says, Hey, I have a brother or I have a friend in jail. Uh, I just asked for an address and I have a fund set up from people who've donated money, um, to actually send that, uh, send books into inmates. So yeah, if anybody wants a book sent to an inmate, just message me and I'll send them one. Awesome. Awesome. Yes. So tell us a little bit about your writing time during this book. And are you working on another book? Um, I am. I write in the morning. Usually I get up around 5 a.m. Uh, on certain days of the weekend. I write when I can. So really it's only once or twice a week. Mm-hmm. And I am writing now more humorous life lessons is what I call them. But there are a bunch of funny stories about some of the crazy adventures I've gotten to in during my childhood or during my marriage. And uh, I feel like that's kind of a way into a next book. But the, putting the different time frames of my life together may don't quite make sense. So I'm still kind of sorting through all that. But in the meantime, I'm just trying to write as many stories as I can to, to 
have a huge collection of them to kind of decide what to do at this point. But that's what I'm doing. And I, I blog those on my, on my website. And I've also been experimenting with Medium and putting them on there too, just to kind of see how that works out. And that's been very interesting as well. Yeah, you've, had, you've had a good response on Medium too, haven't you? Yes, uh, totally. And uh, there is an experiment that I belong to. And so every, uh, every Monday, there's a whole group of people that post and we kind of all like each other's stuff. And then we kind of sort throughout the week, uh, we'll sort through each other's blogs and read the ones that we're interested in, but it helps us uh, get a little bit more noticed. Right, right, right. And I keep meaning to get involved with that and have other issues going on. So eventually yeah. I'll get there. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a crazy group. So I will get there. But, uh, so that I like the idea of a humorous book, especially since your first one was pretty serious tone most of it wouldn't you say oh very very serious yeah and so and you are a humorous and fun-loving guy so a humorous book from you would be perfect you know to say the, the two sides of david mike right right one, <laughs> one offsets the other there you go so tell us what words of advice or encouragement do you have for new writers um struggling with their book uh the first i have a couple pieces of advice the first one was was I was going to say, do not stop because it's hard to, to get started back up again. I did, after I published the book, I took about a year off because I just couldn't get back into writing. It was very difficult. And joining some of these um, groups, I was able to uh, be motivated and inspired um, to start writing again. So my second piece of advice is community. Community mm -hmm. has been so beneficial to me. I just can't even explain the amount of support, encouragement, um, interaction, just, just community, being around the right people who are, want to see you succeed in life. Um, whether it be virtual or in real life, uh, you, you, the power of community is, is so powerful. I just can't, I can't explain it enough. Exactly. Uh, face, Facebook groups have been really, really helpful as well. So I would say yeah, that's where you can find community of like-minded individuals, uh, writers, bloggers, or just positive people. Mm -hmm. Right. And so I'll do a little shameless plug here for, I have a group called Write My Book Nonfiction. Um, so if you are working on a nonfiction book and most people listening to this podcast probably will be, that is a great group to be in. David is actually in that group too. Mm -hmm. And you do get some support there. And we've been, I've been trying to do a little couple different things to kind of, um, amp up the activity in there. So, but I share a lot of tips each week from myself and other people that I find. And then, um, you know, we share some wins and, Woohoo's. So, <laughs> right. <laughs> which, you know, Hey, you wrote three times this week. That's awesome. You know, if, if that was your, was that your goal or was you shy of your goal? Either way, that was good. you made progress. So, um, I like to keep it positive in there. And so I'm, I'm hoping that you and others are enjoying the group. Um, but that's great. So, um, give us the synopsis again of your advice was don't quit. Yeah, don't quit. Don't, don't stop. Just keep writing. Even if you don't feel like it, just put something on paper. Um, that'll keep you moving on to the next day when you do feel like writing and community be around people who want to help you, uh, who want to see you succeed because that's probably the most powerful uh, thing that you can get involved with. Exactly. Exactly. I agree with both of those. Um, and it also keeps you motivated. Um, we're doing a challenge right now. Um, I did it in January and repeated it for February to write 10 to 15 minutes a day. And somebody asked, well, can I be like, I'm researching stuff and like, yeah, it's whatever, just spend 15 minutes working on a project. And what I have found working on my novel is then I don't have to spend time going back through my notes, figuring out where I was at when I stopped last time 
to figure out what I need to do, I kind of make a little notation. Okay, today I need to work on this, you know, from the day before, and it's easier to pick it up. Then I can keep going. Um, so definitely, you know, don't stop writing. Well, David, I so appreciate you being here and sharing your story of your writing as well as your book. And we look forward to seeing your next book um, whenever you have that ready. But um, tell us what is your website that they can people can get in touch with you, and I will also put it in the show notes. Um, you can find my blog at thelemamike.com. It's one L and two M's. And you can also find me on social media, and pretty much Dilemma Mike is my user handle on all forms of social media. Um, otherwise, Facebook, it's David Mike. Okay, great. Well, we look forward to more hearing more about you um, in the future on your blog, social media, and in the book. So take care and thank you so much for being here today. All right. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. Thank you for joining me today on the Rhine Hour, nonfiction tips from the Rhine Coach. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast and listen on your favorite app each week. Leave a review and let others know how they can learn about the craft and business of writing. It's time to write your book.